Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. In the virtual Sales Chat Show studio, Mr. Graham Jones, Mr. Phil Jessen, and I'm Simon Hazeldean. We can't meet together at the moment due to COVID-19 restrictions, but that doesn't stop the Sales Chat Show posse getting together to keep those episodes coming for you. This episode is called Does hunting in packs outperform a lone dog. So what on earth is that about? Well, I've had on a couple of occasions um, the privilege of going on safari, and I've also had the um, amazing experience twice of watching a pack of African wild dogs going hunting. And then the guys in the the rangers we had did a fantastic job in the jeeps of keeping up with these little guys because they move fast. Um, and I was I was fascinated to find out that they are the most successful hunters in Africa by a long way. So lions are a twenty five percent success when they're out hunting. Leopards thirty eight percent. Cheetahs fifty eight percent. But in the lead by a long way are those African wild dogs with an impressive 85% success rate. Wow. So what's the secret? If you want an 85% success closure rate, uh, what is it they do? They hunt in packs. They are the most incredibly well-coordinated team imaginable. They work extremely closely and carefully together. So it's an analogy I sometimes use when I'm talking to sales teams and salespeople about, you know, let's make sure we're hunting in packs. We're using the wider team. So I know on an earlier episode of the sales chat show in our our back catalogue. I think Phil was the was the lead on it was, you know, that um, selling is a team sport. Um, so I think also we need to be particularly particularly sensitive this to this when lots of people are working remotely, etc. So those contact points between your organization and the customer's organization that often occur face-to-face will now not be occurring, and we may be losing influence with all the different stakeholders and the different people customer side. So even even pre-COVID-19, I think in my experience, organizations leverage their wider sales team quite poorly often. You know, seeing it done really well for me has been the exception rather than the rule. But Phil, you're a real key account management specialist. You you must have some thoughts and observations on this, this kind of uh, team stroke pack concept. Yes, I, I will very happily comment on that. I, I did wonder, in, as you introduced this, where, where you were going with it. You sounded at the, at the time a bit like our own David Attenborough there, going off on the, on well, the nature trail. But if I sounded one iota like the great David Attenborough, then I am, I am honoured. Like a living legend, it has to be said. Uh, well, perhaps I could just sort of um, expand on the uh, 
team sport and the pack storyline that we're developing here. Um, the, the, the first thing I'd just like to point out is that uh, this also means, of course, that um, hunting in a pack includes different people at different levels from our own organisation. Uh, and as we've said before, you know, uh, sales is not about a lone hero going single-handedly where no man or woman has gone before. Uh, this is about mobilising a team of people, including senior managers, including directors, on some occasions, including the chief executive. And um, uh, we've, we've had a bit of a swipe previously at senior executives turning up like Prince Charles um, on a red carpet. Uh, this is a situation where the senior people have to be mobilised by the salesperson with a purpose and a mission. Uh, and that, of course, at the moment is uh, taking place electronically, digitally. Uh, they're not necessarily face-to-face -face having that conversation, but it might still mean that the salesperson or the account manager needs to say, boss, I need you to make a phone call on Friday to this individual uh, he's your opposite number, director level, and when you talk to him, uh, these are the three things I'd like you to achieve if you can. So the multi-level thing is the first thing I want to point out. The second thing is um, um, I think in, in effective teams, there is a skills audit that takes place. And in a team of 10 salespeople, for example, um, it is worth knowing who in the team has the expertise in transport and logistics? Who is the key player in the team that knows about pharmaceuticals? Who in the team has got a background from the retail sector and might be the go-to person to talk to about that? Not only are they the go-to person to talk to, they are the go-to person, of course, to invite on a joint visit in those days or on a Zoom call in today's world. So knowing where that expertise by product and by market sector is important. Um, the other thing I'd just like to um, say is that hunting in a pack uh, can also be very innovative and exciting. And for example, I know years ago, I think it was Canon copiers when they entered the UK market um, they were a long way adrift, of course, of the established players like Rank Xerox or whoever. But I, if, I've, if I've got my storyline right, I think what they did was as the new members uh, in, the, uh, uh, in the UK, the new players in the UK, uh, they started off in Scotland, well out the way, experimenting with the products, experimenting with the market. Then they went down to Southampton, then over to... Bristol, then up to Manchester, and blah, blah, blah. The one place they did not go was London. And three years later, after they felt that they had established themselves and they knew what they were doing, they moved the entire sales force, 100 people, into London, and they kept them there for a month in hotels, meetings every night in restaurants to have a bit of banter and a nice bit of food, and no doubt people would be talking hopefully nicely about their trophies for the day, the sales wins that they had achieved. But I think that's a very interesting example of hunting in a pack. How many sales directors have ever moved the entire sales team 
into one team member's territory and giving it the full on blitz treatment. That's what I mean by excitement, interesting, different. Yeah, when I was in fast moving consumer goods, we uh, we took an entire week. So I was the north sales manager. My colleague was the southern sales manager, and we put everybody in pairs off their own territory, and we literally blitzed the whole of the UK for a week with putting different salespeople on different geographies, and it was all a big competition. And there were prizes and fun and. At the end of the week, we all stayed overnight and had a you know big sort of dinner and celebration. And the distribution gains were phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And everybody had a wonderful time because they weren't on their own for a, yeah. for the first time. They were working with a colleague, and um, those colleagues, by the way, were from, were from the customer services, normally in, internal sales. So we had one external and one internal together out in the field blitzing and it was phenomenal phenomenal thing to think about doesn't work in all industries but in in some it, it can work it can work beautifully beautifully well mr jones you graham is now going to trot out a piece of research phil to say that uh, i don't know team no. teams should be uh, replaced with some sort of artificial intelligence or something yeah. I, don't, I, don't I, I i saw him scribbling there i think yeah I, he's, I think he's, he's about to make up the research not report it <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything about research. <laughs> what I was going to say was that I like your analogy about the dogs because one of the, the things we know about dogs as a species is that they have incredible loyalty, uh, and not only just loyalty to each other, but loyalty to their owners. I know not the wild dogs you were talking about, but you know, dogs as a species, you know, domesticated dogs are incredibly loyal to their owners. Um, but they're also loyal to each other, a pack of dogs. You know, they're very loyal to all the other dogs in the group. And I think that's a good analogy for salespeople. You've got your 100, um, whatever it was, photocopier salespeople in London. They're all going to support each other, but also they're going to be terribly loyal to the new customers they've got. They're going to, So actually that kind of uh, double bit of loyalty uh, when you're hunting as a pack, as it were, um, I think is a good analogy to think of in terms of dogs because of the loyalty that they have to each other and to their to their owner or to the salesperson's case to their customers. So you know, every salesperson knows that loyalty works. You can, you be loyal to your customer. You keep going and talking to them, and they will keep coming back for repeat business. Um, and equally, if you support your colleagues, uh, guess what? They get more business as well because of the great support you give each other. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's that uh, that sort of classic. Everybody develops better as a result, doesn't it? So, I mean, I think particularly now because these accidental communications that happen, you know, when you've got your people on site inside the customer's business, the the corridor conversations, you bump into Sarah in the corridor, or you see, you know, Joe in the canteen or something, that's not going to be happening. So what I'm sort of working with coaching some teams at the moment is just get an Excel spreadsheet or a table, put all of your customer stakeholders down one side, put your team down the other and work out who is marking who, how they're going to connect with them, through what medium, how often, and if you're the leader of any commas, you're the account manager, the key account manager, you're responsible for sort of orchestrating or coordinating and, and following up and making sure this happens. Because it, the, the typical ad hoc 
situation that sometimes occurs face to face. By the way, this is a good thing to do, COVID nineteen or not. You know, even when we're hopefully back to whatever whatever the world returns back to, is a good is a good thing to look at. Um, so that's probably a good exercise, if, particularly if you're the key account manager or whatever. And then you can you can I think you can also you've got the multi level aspect that Phil talked about, and you can also when you're doing that be thinking of that skills audit and going, okay, who's the real who's our real bright sharp person in this area, right? I'm going to get them connected with the key stakeholder on the customer side to convince them, evangelize, for example, about this piece of technology or about this this solution with them. Um, and you can look for that commonality in rapport. You know, an engineer will get on famously with an engineer. A supply chain person will get on famously with a supply chain. And I sometimes call those people your hidden sales force, but because they're not seen as a seller, the resistance is obviously not there and sometimes certain customer contacts will be far more amenable yeah. to, to share to sharing information as well and i, I think bring in some research evidence though for you oh excellent I, I, I was rely i was relying on it mr jones <laughs> but you know you're talking about as phil was as well talking about the different kinds of expertise you have within your your pack um what one piece of research evidence for any team is that, um, and I don't know if this works with dogs, but you know, if you've just got a, a pack of Alsatians, is that pack of Alsatians as good as a pack of dogs that's an Alsatian, a Great Dane, a Dachshund, you know, a whole variety of dogs? And actually, I'm guessing that the pack of the variety of dogs would actually be more effective than a pack of just Alsatians because the Alsatians are specialist in being Alsatians. Uh, one of the things we know about teams is that diverse multicultural teams are much more productive and much more effective in whatever the team is trying to do than teams that are all pretty much the same. And actually, one of the big problems when you look at a lot of business teams is that they're all pretty much the same. They all come from the same mold even now with you know the the FTSE 350 is still largely run by a boards of white middle-aged men um yeah. in spite of efforts to bring in more women and people from different cultural and religious backgrounds it's still not happening and so what they do is they run organizations that have other managers who are white middle-aged men who get around them other white middle-aged men and so you know, it's just not uh, effective as a hunting in packs to all be the same. Actually, it's much better if the pack is varied and different and has lots of those different expertises and, and knowledges and experience and bring those people together. So one of the things to do, uh, you know, as a sales director is to really think about the whole makeup of your team. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I, I sort of have this mental image of the, the group of those, you know, all far too common sort of, as you say, grey and white, white, you know, middle-aged men collectively scratching their heads and wondering why they're not appealing to the younger generation from a talent perspective or something like that. And it'd be, well, because you haven't got anybody who understands how these people think as part of your senior leadership team, you know, really, you know. <laughs> Must be about I don't know seven or eight years ago now, but there was a study of the FTSE 100 about from the recruitment industry, and 100% of the FTSE 100, so all 100 com companies, wanted handwritten job applications. 
<laughs> Whereas 100% of the applicants wanted to, <laughs> to, yes. to do it online. <laughs> and then they can't understand why. Why would they want to do it online? You can see them not understanding yeah. uh, the people, the, you know, the young graduates they're trying to recruit, just complete mismatch. And that's because they haven't got people with that, that crossover. Just yes, just a couple of other points, if I may. Uh, I know you were talking about this um, matrix with uh, contacts that we know down one side and team members uh, across the other. Yep, yep. Um, sometimes, though, I think the mistake that companies make is that they they write down the contacts they know rather than the contacts that form the yep. decision-making <laughs> process. So I think the the key question is, how does the decision-making process work? Who's involved in that? And how many of them do we currently know? And those that we don't know should still feature on that matrix. And, and, and the other thing that I've seen work very well in this hunting in packs area is for the sales director to create one day a month designated as a team selling day. And every single member of the team keeps it free and then nearer the date the sales director decides how that team selling day will be utilized so in a team for example of 12 people the sales director might say okay um, when we do this team selling day in august we're going to go off in three groups of four or two groups of six or whatever it might be and on those occasions where the sales director says okay uh, over to you it then also allows the individual team members to say to a colleague, I know you've got this day free. I'd like you to come on a joint visit with me or I'd like you to do a Zoom call with me, etc." Because everybody's got the day free in their diary because it's been there for the oh, best no, part of like six it. months. So a That's team selling day. A team selling day. Yeah, so it was something to something to think about. And um, just just before we close, coming back on Graham's point about diversity of team, um, one of my clients was telling me um, they did a, a win review with a client. They won a very very significant project recently, and uh, amongst the other criteria, uh, one of the criteria for the for the for the customer um, that they won was you know value matching and diversity is a key thing, and the feedback was. Not only did you talk about diversity, but the people who were working with us as part of the, the pitching, etc., you brought a diverse team to it. So not only did you talk about it, you actually demonstrated that you embraced the concept. And find a final thought before we close is uh, wild dogs have an 85% success rate of the initial kill. They also, what they do, and having observed them, is they split into two teams once they have been successful – and one half feeds, and the other half defends the um, the, the 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 kill from because hyenas are fairly probably have got an amazing success rate at stealing <laughs> other people's hard work. So also a team is defensive as well as kind of offensive uh, activity. So yeah. I, I, do that. I, I do that when the grandchildren come. I eat first, and then they eat later. <laughs> you've got to well if not phil you would probably starve with your your grandchildren the velociraptors that they can yeah. that they can be hoovering up everything in their path so uh fantastic any uh, closing thoughts other than phil needs to go and get his 
tea before no he's shaking his head graham any uh I, say, I hope the irony of three white middle-aged men talking about diversity hasn't <laughs> yes. to people yeah. yes no 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 that's uh that's uh uh something something for us to think about going forwards then about uh, let's, let's make sure we uh we sort that one out so thank you very much folks listening into this episode of the sales chat show uh graham jones phil jesson simon hazel dean just want to wish you good luck and good selling over 160 episodes available from wherever you choose to get your podcast from but also from the saleschatshow.com website so thanks very much for listening in good luck and good selling folks you have been listening to an episode of the sales chat show to stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success please visit saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening to this episode and from everyone here at the sales chat show we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. Boop.